Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode four, I think, of Ketchup Cast, the podcast where you determine if our friendship survives. <laughs> what if we make them vote? What if we, like, make them in control of what our, our friendship <laughs> is like? In which, like, they choose whether, you know, what sort of interaction we have, which is what they're already doing, but, I mean, in a more direct way. We're putting the fate of our friendship directly in the hands of listeners rather than indirectly. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I don't mind putting a cherished relationship in the hands of a bunch of strangers on the internet. What could possibly go wrong? That sounds like every dating app ever invented. Are you saying our podcast is secretly a dating app? No. No. That, okay, no. That's definitely not what that is. Nope. Good. That would be a little weird. It would be very weird. You're listening to Ketchup Cast, the podcast where, believe it or not, we do not discuss condiments. So, how was your week? My week's been decent. It's pretty much been nonstop rehearsals. Ah. Um, what but- are you rehearsing for? It's that play I mentioned last time, the one where I play a Catholic kid and there's like demons and stuff. Okay. It's it's been fun. It's I'm finally starting to grasp the character. We did a scene that I've really been struggling with yesterday, uh, and we did it so well that I thought we'd skipped part of it. So things are are going going nicely. What about you? What have you been up to? Um. Yeah. Not much. Um. Well, today. Uh. Yeah. Today, not much at all. Yesterday, uh, I had a ski race. And then the Super Bowl, or the big game, should I say? I don't the think big we, game. I don't think we can use uh, Super Bowl hashtag. It was a super big game. Su- yeah, super I big game, <laughs> super game, the super game. That's what we're gonna call it now. The super. And were you game. happy with the outcome of the super game? I really didn't have a horse in the race. Um, Valid. Yeah, considering how it was a football game, um, but. Well, that that does make it hard to get your horse in there. Uh, you, you know, I really wanted to. Uh, you know, they they just wouldn't they just wouldn't field him. They just didn't play him. I, you know, he's like a third string quarterback. It just didn't happen. Uh, I think it'd be great. He would really just stomp over all the competition and, and just run run the ball right right in right into the end zone. I'm I'm with you, Isaac. I think that would be amazing. Yeah, I mean, a horse and human hybrid football game would be insane. Now, would the horse be wearing, like, all the proper equipment? You know, helmet, shoulder pads, all that good stuff? Well, yes, but the humans wouldn't be. <laughs> okay. Just just to make it extra fun. Yeah, yeah, so the humans have no protection at all whatsoever. In fact, they play in just, like, just, like, a minimum amount of clothing. <laughs> like, maybe boxers, and that's it. And the horses have armor, in fact. Actually, it's metal. Yeah, it's metal pointy armor that... With, I was going to say with spikes on, yeah, on the armor. Yeah, obviously. I don't see anything wrong with this game. I think it would go very well and no one would be injured. Uh, it, you know, and, and the same deal is that you have to get... You have to, like, form up, line in, line in formation. And the horse is the, is, the, is the running back, so you have to, like, give the ball to the horse. There's, like, a special saddle that, like, the ball sits on. Okay. Then the horse runs to the end zone, and all the humans try to stop it before it gets there. Now, is it, is it like a horse versus a team of humans, or is it like a team of humans 
with a horse in the team. No, there's a horse on the team. Yeah. Okay, so it's like all the players plus a horse? Yeah, yeah. But the horse is carrying the ball. Right. That's that's required by the the rules. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. And and the humans have to stop the horse. But but they don't get any they they just have their bodies to stop the horse with. <laughs> I would watch this this sport. It would be a bloodbath. Uh, I think it would be an, an amazing spectacle. But also very much a bloodbath, yeah. Have you ever seen polo in your life? Have you ever watched like a no. game of polo? No, I've been meaning to because at, at uh, a certain park slash farm where we live, uh, they do polo over the summer. But I've we, never we don't live on the farm or the park. Just no, to, just to clarify. No, but you know, it's in, in the same town that we we inhabit for a couple months out of the year. Fair, fair. <clears throat> Which could be any town in in any any place in in the continental United States. Exactly. Except but I feel Texas. like it'd be really. It's. It seems like an interesting game. You know, they play it in in Africa or no? It's in Asia. They play it on uh, on elephants. Do they really? Yeah, elephant polo. That would be amazing to watch. Except I'd feel kind of bad for the elephants. I bet you they're enjoying it. Maybe. I don't know. I just feel bad for elephants in general. Yeah, elephants need some need need some people to feel bad for them. Elephants should trample everyone, but they're too nice to do that. You ever heard the the allegory of the blind man and the elephant? Yeah, how he can't see the whole elephant, so he can't tell what it is. I mean, obviously he can't, but he, he only feels part of it, so he, each blind man thinks it's a different thing. Yeah. It's a good one. We talked about that in one of my classes a while ago. I don't remember what. For what? Why, what's the... I have no idea. I just remember I talked about it recently. Oh, all right. Cool. Speaking of classes, I wanted to ask you, uh, so you're doing ice climbing, right? Yep, that's a class I'm, I'm getting college credit for, and paying so, to get credit for, as you do in college, but yeah, that's something I do. How does, like, what's the process of ice climbing like, and how does it differ from, say, rock climbing? Well, you see, you get a big thing of ice, usually it's attached to uh, a side of a mountain, and then you climb it, you get on top of it. Actually, you, the goal is to go up it. you have to take since ice is, ice is a shattery thing? Eh, somewhat. You shatter bits off. So, I mean, it's really uh, quite dangerous, actually. <laughs> um, well, that's, that's what I'm, I'm asking about. It's like, how do, you, how do you go about taking precautions against the super dangerous uh, ice? Well, um, you wear a helmet. You probably should wear more than that, to be honest. Probably. I wore goggle, goggles, like ski goggles, when I climbed, because um, okay. bits of shattering ice would smack you in the face as they come oh, off of where you swing your tools. Some people didn't wear goggles, and they got shards of ice in their face. And uh, I see, but they probably didn't. <laughs> what? I made a bad joke. Don't... Oh, well. Anyway, so they got shards of ice in their face and started bleeding. Um, but I didn't, because oh. I wore goggles. Um, what else? You have, uh, really sturdy, heavy boots on that are, that have crampons attached to the bottom that are real pointy, and you kick those into the ice, and you swing the ice tool into the ice, and you just go up it. Huh. Yeah. Just like that. Well, I mean, there's also a rope involved. Should probably have some sort of protection rope going. 
that would be good. Yeah, yep. I mean, there's there's a lot more technique to that. I mean, where you swing your ice tool is really specific. You're not you don't want to swing on like a uh, a concave section. You want to swing on a convex area. If you swing and right. hit a concave, wait, which, which is I don't which know the now? difference. Concave is inward because it's a cave, and convex is outward. Sense. Right? I yeah. Have no idea. I've never been good at that. Well, essentially, it's a bulge, right? It's like a, a protruding <laughs> form of ice that's positive. If, if you're considering, like, the plane of the ice, it, it'd be positive. You don't want to hit those. You want to hit the, the dips, the negative spots, the, like, shallow depressions in the ice. Because if you hit the convex angle, it's going to smash. And it's going to, like, just crumble. Because there's nothing supporting it, right? It's not, like, uh -huh. you know, it, it, there's nothing around it. It's sort of suspended out there. But if you hit the concave right. thing you know divot in the ice it's it's protected and there's more underneath it for it to support your axe and it's not going to smash as easily so that's something you really want to watch out for safer. when you're ice climbing can you sort of get a, a feel for which is which yeah you start like, just just by looking. swinging axes into things and see what see what sticks that's so amazing i mean terrifying but i mean that's so cool yeah you can do this no like really intended. crazy thing have you ever seen the movie um Shoot, what's the name of that movie? Well, I probably can't say it anyway because it's not a sponsor. So, um, either way, he's uh, well, there's this crazy move where your like feet will slip out from underneath you, um, and then you just are falling for like a split second. But as you're falling, you just take your hand, your tool that's in your hand, and you just throw it forward in a last ditch attempt to grab any bit of ice you can before you fall, and then you stick it, and then you're good. And then you hang there, like, dead hang on these, uh, on Assuming these ice tools. Assuming you haven't broken your arm. What? Right? Assuming you didn't break your arm from the impact of it. Assuming, yeah. Also, the shock of that will most likely pull out the tool. But if you make it, it looks awesome. And then you, like, stick your feet again and you climb back up. Yeah, I did that a few times. <laughs> oh, my God. That's terrifying. I, I mean, you're on I, a rope, so I, it's I, all right. Although... One of the days that we went, it was uh, very cold. It was like 10 degrees. Yeah. It was like, well, it was actually less than 10. It was it was in the single digits with the wind chill. So, yeah, that was uh, exciting. I bet it's got to be cold for it to be safe to do that, right? Because otherwise the ice would be melty. Um, Actually, melty ice is kind of good for ice climbing because it's really soft. It's really, like, plasticky, if you think right. about it. That's true. <clears throat> Really cold ice, like super cold ice that's like in the single digits like we we're climbing on, is really hard and brittle. Um, so really liquidy ice is very, it's compared to a plastic. It's like very flowy, not like drippy. I mean, it is wet. It's very drippy. That is true. But it's not, it, it's, it's, uh, hmm. What I'm kind of picturing is like, glass when glass is really cold obviously you can't move it at all yeah but like when glass is warm enough you can kind of bend it and play with it a little yeah That's that would that would be a good analogy yeah so so really warm ice is like super sticky but it's it's uh gets everything wet 
so it can be kind of slippery and, and dangerous also. But, uh, yeah, it, it was a great time. So we just, went out twice last week. You get any good pictures? I did, yeah. I'll have to send them to you and a little video of, of oh, me please, climbing. yeah. I'd yeah. love to see them. Yeah. It's, it's probably not up to your quality of filmmaking, but... I'm also shooting on, like, an $800 camera. Right, I'm shooting on a less than $100 camera that is in my coat pocket trying to stay warm or else the battery will die because it's, you know, single-digit temperatures out. But hey, you get good photos, you get good photos. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of uh, cold and photography, uh, last Friday, uh, it was one of the colder days here in, uh, in Granville, Ohio, since you named where I live last, last <laughs> podcast. And I also gave uh, out your social security number. That was at the end of the episode. I sort of edited that in. I don't know if you really noticed, but... Oh, yeah. no. Yeah. Um, my life is over now. <laughs> Pretty much, me. yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. And and uh, your birthday, your legal name, your street address, your mother's name, card name card all number, that good stuff. Put yeah. everything all, all that's out there now, yeah. Perfect. Uh, but anyway, it was like... It was less than 20 degrees out, which is pretty cold regardless of where you are, even though, you know, I'm not in a tree in Vermont like you. Um, you said the state I was had, in. I don't think you've done that yet. I've said it a bunch. <clears throat> have you? I think so. Oh. Listeners, you'll have to check me if I'm wrong. Uh, but uh, we had an assignment. We had to, for my film class, we had to shoot outside and we had to practice lighting for a daytime exterior because if you shoot outside, you don't just want to rely on the sun because that can get kind of flat lighting or two dark shadows. So you like have a light that acts like the sun sometimes, so you would bounce the light to like fill in half of a face. But it was less than 20 degrees out, and there were four people in each group, and each person had to take one photo. But setup for each photo took probably about 20 minutes. And I think all in all, we spent about two hours just out without gloves because we had to operate lights and cameras and stuff. And it was, like, it was horrible. I couldn't feel anything. But then we finished the assignment, and we all went back to the cinema house. Uh, the cinema department has, like, a little... It's an old sorority house, but they converted it into an academic building. It's it's just a little tiny with, like, a, a screening room and a classroom and a kitchen and stuff. And we got back, and we all made hot cocoa, and then we, we looked at each other's photos, and we were, like, laughing and complimenting each other. It was a really good time, but it took me so long to like be able to move my hands again. But the photos turned out amazing, so good payoff, I guess. Wow, that seems interesting. That seems cool. It was it was a lot of fun. Uh, <coughs> harder than I thought it would be. So have you ever shot to, um, film cameras in really cold temperatures? I haven't shot film cameras in really cold temperatures. Okay. Because we had this experience when we were out on uh, a winter expedition last December, when it was like negative thirty-five degrees. Oh right, you should you should tell the viewers, I mean the listeners, about the expedition at some point. But well, I'm telling this. it a little bit right now. And we took out disposable cameras. I also took out my small, uh, like action camera also. Um, but anyway, so we each each like three person group had a disposable camera. Uh, which are film, right? I mean, they're sort of old-style right. film. Mm-hmm. Um, like the, that Kodak, like, throwaway type thing? Yeah, yeah. Like, a, yeah. And I think you get, like, maybe it was 20 shots or something. 
Um, yeah, so not a lot, but we're only out for four days, so so that's that's plenty. But um, yeah, so it was like negative 35 degrees out, and we're taking pictures with the disposable camera, and we don't really know how they turn out. I mean, you have your little viewfinder, but that that doesn't really um, right. don't <clears throat> show you how the film develops or anything. <clears throat> so when we got the film developed, the the pictures came back like kind of ghostly. Like, they were all sort of faded and really, um... Yeah. Yeah, they looked like they had been, I don't know, they had been worn or something. Like, very... Yeah, just just a... I'm, I'm sure there's some technical film term for it, but, uh... If I were to guess what happened, the cold probably warped the film in some way. Uh, and, like, messed with the chemical composition of it. Huh. Which altered the way it because because all film is is it's a it's a chemical uh emulsion that's get, that gets hit by light and that light uh is caught on this emulsion that's what the image becomes right so i'm gonna guess that the chemical composition or at least the the structure of the emulsion was warped in some way and that altered how it captured the image well because they're super like we took them in daytime so they should be rather bright but mm -hmm. the the they look very dark very um muted so to say so what i think is maybe that like that emulsion is is sort of liquidy right it's not i mean it's affected right. by the sun so if it's super cold the plastics even in in that temperature will like become really brittle and and um uh slow moving so that will you, like you break plastic things like like eye rivets on boots or like little um, yeah, like zipper poles will, will break cause they're, they're smaller plastic and they just get really brittle when it's super right. that cold. So maybe that, um, maybe that slowed down the emulsion so it didn't absorb as much light. I, yeah, I, that's definitely, it has something to do with, yeah, with how the emulsion was affected. Yeah. I don't know. It's that's just true. really cool that that happened. Yeah. That is cool. Yeah. So, so this expedition, going back to that. Yeah. Negative 35 degrees. Yep. How long were you guys out there? We were out there for uh, three days-ish. Yeah, And you three didn't days. have tents, right? What? You didn't have tents, you just had like tarps, right? Yeah, it was, it was tarps and, uh, <laughs> yeah, tarps and, and wood, wood stoves, wood, not wood stoves, wood uh, fires. That's, so that's, how big of an issue was like frostbite and stuff? I know I've heard the story before. I just want everyone else. To I mean, it was like it. a very big issue. I mean, people came really close to getting it. I mean, this was last. This wasn't this past winter. This was the winter of two thousand um, sixteen, seven, two thousand seventeen. I think twenty seventeen. Yeah. Right. Well. No, because it was in December, so it would have been two thousand sixteen. So it been twenty sixteen. Yeah. Yeah. So in twenty sixteen. I don't know how years work, but, <clears throat> yeah, so, um, yeah, it was, it was a big thing. I mean, people, a whole bunch of people got evacuated because, you know, you just can't, I mean, it, right. it was put it on by the school, unsafe. so it has some sense of organization and, like, you know, safety management aspects to it. So they didn't want to, like, you know, have anybody get seriously permanently hurt. So when you got to that point where, like, frostbite is imminent you'd be evacuated or if you're just too hypothermic for too long you know they would they would get you out of there safe but um <clears throat> yeah so about half the people made it through till the end um of those three days yeah wow yep
Is that like what the average temperature there is in the winter? No, not really. That's a pretty extreme. I think that was actually what ended up being the coldest night of the year. Um, oh, good. Yeah, or of of that winter, I should say. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> so yeah, it was. Um, yeah, so it was extra cold that night for sure. Uh, but yes, it, it, that's not an average. I mean, it can certainly get there, and it's not unusual, but. Um, I think right now the temperature range for like this week is going to be probably single digits at night and then twenties during the day. Yeah. It's been sort of twenties, thirties as a high here and then like low teens as a low. So not as cold, uh, but it's been chilly. It's, it's been chillier here than it was last winter. Mm. Yeah. I don't think last winter was as bad. What's the date? Today's the... <clears throat> it's the 5th. It's the 5th. So February 7th, last year, I spent sitting outside on the lawn in shorts doing homework. Wow. And I don't think that's going to happen this, this, this year. I think it's going to be much, much colder. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. But... It's a shame. We're, we are getting some snow up here. Yeah, we, we've gotten snow... Pretty much all day yesterday and uh, most of this morning. And we're supposed to get some later in the week. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited about that. We'll have, we didn't have too much snow on the ground before. So now we have a, at least a good foot out there and, uh, yeah, probably getting some more. Nice. We, we've gotten like a couple inches over the past few days, uh, which is really disappointing, especially uh, having grown up with a lot more snow than that. But... It's pretty, at least. Right. I think people, like, fear a lot of snow, which is, like, true. But as far as, like, danger, like, imminent danger goes, I feel like snows... I would take a snowstorm over um, over a hurricane or a tornado or an earthquake or all of those combined if you're in Los Angeles, I guess. Like, I, I would just take all of those... I would, you know, take snow over all of those. I would well. The thing with snow is, if you prepare, you're fine. Yeah, I mean, if you wear the right clothes, if you drive carefully, if you pay attention, you're fine. Yeah, and if your house is built in a way that can support it, right? That is, you know, that is an important thing. Yeah. So, snow, no, no problem for me. Snow problem. Snow problem. Ha <laughs> ha Sponsor, right there. Snow Sponsored problem. Sponsored by snow. Welcome to Snowcast, where we just make bad puns about, about snow. Um, I had a question for you that I wrote down in my handy notebook that I have in the chest pocket of my vest. I wrote it down a couple days ago. Maybe it was yesterday. I don't remember. But I'm going to pull it out. Okay, I'm, I'm excited. Gonna, I'm going to ask you a question. Let okay. me find where it is here. Okay. What's the difference between a pizza stromboli and a calzone? That is a good question. Right? Huh. I feel like a stromboli is more sandwich-like than a calzone is. Uh, I think I would disagree. Well, when I think of a calzone, I think of, like, it's almost like a pastry, right? Right, yeah. It's like, well, it's essentially a pizza folded in half. Or, like, folded in half and sealed. 
But, Which I guess is kind of what a stromboli is, too. A stromboli, yeah. Exactly. But I feel like a stromboli is, like, a bigger thing. Like, a stromboli... Yeah. Do you cook... Wait, no. Both of which you... They go in raw, right? Like, you don't cook the, the pizza and then fold it in half and seal it and make it a... No, you'd, you'd put it all in and... And, and then cook it, yeah. Same with a stromboli. Which gives the cheese a different consistency when it, when it finally comes out. It's a little more, like, gooey. Yeah. Yeah. That is a good question. Right? I... Is there really a difference? I mean, I, I just came up with this, like, you know, off the top of my head, but I think... I think it would be... Well, so, like, when I think of a stromboli, I think of, like, it's going in the oven, it's, like, a big thing that is gonna feed, like, a, a lot of people. Like, you don't just, like, make stromboli right. for yourself. But you can make a calzone for yourself a pretty easy. Thing, right. You know? Yeah. But I'm sure it's not just a size like a thing. Person thing. I'm sure there's, like, if you get into the minutia of it, there's a difference. You know who would get into the minutia of it? Who? And who we should have a guest on for this podcast at some point? I, I think I know who you're talking about, and I wholeheartedly agree. Yeah. I think it'd be great. I think it'd be so funny. Are we talking about our friend from Scouts? Yeah. I don't I, know if we can say I his name. Be amazing. But his I'm, I'm sure we Jack. can say his social security uh, number. Yeah, let's go for it. Do you know his social security number? Because that's... that's yeah, I know all of my friends' social security numbers <laughs> off the top of my head. You check in on that as soon as you become friends with someone. It's your go-to. <laughs> like, hey, how you doing? Nice to meet you. Can I have your social security number, please? <laughs> that... Yeah, I don't see what could possibly go wrong. <laughs> I don't story. know why that's come up twice in this podcast. Um, and it came up in our first ever episode. We talked a lot about social security numbers, and then I made up a fake one, and you yelled at me. Did I really? Oh, right, yeah. Because yeah. you probably just ruined somebody's life. Except you know everyone's social security number, so if you want to talk, talk about lives being ruined, uh, Yeah, but, um, yeah. I also don't no, have think, one, think... so... Yeah. Everyone has one. That's not true. Really? Aren't you, like, given one as soon as you're born? <clears throat> well, if you're a U.S. citizen, that is. Aren't you a U.S. citizen? Yeah, but I burned it, like, several years ago. Right, when you had your tear ducts removed, too, right? <laughs> yeah, and when I became a steely, unemotionally attached robot. Right. Yeah. Uh, listeners, in middle school, Isaac convinced... No, 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 uh, no, no. Why not? Because we, we don't talk about middle school stories. I feel like that's rule number one of this podcast. We never sat, sat down and made a rule list. Maybe that's that's something we should do. Okay. Have you seen this thing on the internet where you can take somebody's face and from a video and this algorithm will turn it into... Uh, well, you can... So essentially you take somebody's face and take a video of them from multiple angles and then you paste that onto somebody else's a video of somebody else's body and it looks very realistic and they're using this to create some disgusting things to be honest but do you think we'll ever have that but with our voices oh i'm certain of it do you think that's already a thing though i would guess that it is possible to do that because then you could just have a podcast with anybody and say anything on it Huh. Wouldn't that be so 
entertaining if, like, somebody interviews, like, a new... I mean, I guess it's kind of not great because it's without their consent or their, you know, copyright or anything, but... And you can't actually have a conversation. Well... programming what they'd say. Well, yeah, but you could write it. You could write the conversation. That's what I'm saying. Is they're not saying it, but you are... You'd, you'd, you'd be the puppet of the entire thing. That would be pretty cool. We could get, like, Obama on the podcast or something. My fellow Americans. It is imperative. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. <laughs> I had to stop being Obama very quickly. Yeah, you uh, said like two words. President Obama, if you're listening to this, I apologize for. Well, he's uh, uh, former for... President Obama now. Well, don't don't we still call them president? Uh, I think it's former would be the appropriate office. term because then everybody would be confused. That's fair. Former President Obama, if you're listening to the podcast, I sincerely hope you are. I'm so sorry. For uh, making your voice sound bad, I, I I think he's used to it by now. People people doing his his thing, but I bet the 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 amount of people that that uh, that mimic his voice has dropped off entirely. That's true. It's easier to do other other uh, people's voices, other presidents, if you will. Yeah. At least I find it easier to do other presidents' voices. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. That didn't sound like Bill Clinton at all. It did not. It really didn't. Speaking of people who aren't sounding like themselves, I'm feeling a little sick. So I've got a bit of a scratchy voice. So if that... Yeah, my nose is all stuffy. Yeah, so if that comes through, we're we're just two sick boys talking on the phone. Like, yeah. That's okay, because that's... That's what friendship is. I should it's probably wipe down this phone after I talk on it, huh? Yeah. That'd be a courteous thing to do. Disinfect it and stuff. I feel like I've already gotten multiple people sick. I'm sure I have. I shared a pizza bagel with my old roommate. Ah, pizza bagel, the vector of all disease. You know it, but it was a good, delicious pizza bagel. So <laughs> well worth it. But aren't those tiny? Aren't those like small bagel. things? No, no, this was like a full-size bagel. Oh, right, I'm thinking of Pizza Bagel Bites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sponsor of the podcast. Which are a disgrace. Pizza Bagel Bites. Welcome to Pizza Bagel. Well, actually, welcome just to Pizza Cast. We've talked about pizza a lot this episode. The, wait, oh, yeah, with the calzone pizza thing and the Pizza Bagel Bites. Man, I'm hungry. Dinner isn't until I've, another hour. Well, I've been eating lunch this entire recording session, so I apologize if my chewing comes through in the podcast. I haven't heard it at all. It's because I'm, I'm doing it, I'm trying to get it away from the phone. Doing it on the down low. Yeah, you know. It's just a grilled cheese and french fries, but... Nice. Curly fries, actually. They, they really pulled out all the stops today for us. Wow. Um, there's another thing I wanted to talk about. Oh, yeah, did we talk okay. about the big game at all? We talked a little bit about it. And then we talked about the, the horse version of the big game. Oh, right, yeah, the horse game. Yeah, yeah. Um, so did yeah. you watch watch the whole big game? I did, well, no, I didn't watch a lot of it. Honestly, I was cooking some some buffalo wings, Ooh. uh, for for my housemates and and others who showed up to the the party. Yeah, um, so yeah, I was I was mostly in the kitchen for the game, and then you know when the crowd would erupt in a raucous of profanity, I would uh, I would walk into the the common room and see what was on the TV, and you know pretty much have very little reaction to it, and then go back to cooking the wings, yeah. 
Perfect. I really didn't keep tabs on it much at all. I'd like Google the score every once in a while. It was a I pretty a tight game for a lot of it, which was that's made right. it very at exciting. The end, but the Eagles pulled ahead, obviously, or the, the uh, what, I don't know if we can name the teams. Um, we probably can't. But what we can do is we can make an analogy for them. All right. So the flying, screaming things. Yep. Uh, and the, I was happy that the, what even the, is uh, the the nationalists why don't i was gonna say why don't we go from the british perspective and call them the the uh usurpers usurpers oh like they're they're rebelling against the commonwealth snl has a bit on it and it's pretty funny i saw that that was essentially taking the same bit yeah uh but i was happy with the outcome uh i don't follow uh the big game or the big sport very much at all aren't we calling it the super game and I don't follow the Super Game much at all, but I was getting kind of sick of just hearing about the uh, the usurpers all the time, uh, and uh, Sir Thomas Brady, as they called him on SNL. Sir Thomas, not a, yeah, not a huge fan of that guy personally. No, but I know next to nothing about about sports, so that's just me jumping on the bandwagon. Yeah, yeah. Actually, they did bring out the whole bandwagon. Did Did you see the the bandwagon at the halftime show? No, I didn't watch the halftime show. Oh. I'm not a big JT fan. To be honest, it was fantastic. I thought it was really great. It was awesome. How, how was the uh, the hologram of a uh, certain deceased musician? He's dead, so we can probably talk about him all we want, yeah. So, so how was Prince's hologram? Was it cool? He was great, yeah. I thought that was really, a really awesome tribute, yeah. So if we can talk about dead people because their copyrights have lapsed, um, that opens <laughs> up a whole new venue for this podcast. Yeah, branch off from Ketchup Cast and go into Dead Person Cast. No, it's just copyright lapse cast where we talk about the most recent thing to copyright lapse. I'll I'll, uh, I'll start tracking that on the internet. That's a thing though. Copyrights expire. Like you can oh, it like is a thing because because people will snatch up the copyright to something that isn't. Like lawyers will like forget and be like, oh, copyright lapse last Tuesday. Somebody be like, gotcha. Now you pay me the money. That happened with Google a while ago. Did it really? Yeah, I guess they missed their, like, they, the copyright on the domain ended and someone bought it and sold it back to them for, like, a ridiculous amount of money. Well, yeah. But they, like, they thanked him, like, because they hadn't noticed until he bought it. Well, I mean, it could have been worse, right? Somebody could have bought it. It could have been way worse. You know, been been bad about it and not giving it back. Could have changed. Which I think would have been hilarious. Oh, that would have been amazing. That guy would have lived down in history as the guy who stole Google. I want to write a short story called The Guy Who Stole Google. I think that's that's my calling. I think we just did. I think that's it right there. We're creating lots of stuff today. New games, new stories. Yeah, we're very productive. That's what Ketchup Cast is all about. How how productive have you been today besides this podcast? Um, I went to class. Uh, I wrote a thank you note that I've been putting off for like a month. Nice. Uh, so that, I had to like thank people for my scholarship and I just haven't had a chance till now. Ah, I see. Uh, I, ha- I had a theater lab. A theater lab? That was really productive. Yeah, we practiced like elements of theater 
And we actually we did some drawing in this one. Huh. But that's about it in terms of how productive I've been. What about you? I've been rather productive, I feel like. This morning I had a little bit of class. It was actually the last class of ice climbing. We were inside in a classroom reflecting on our experience, talking about um, what we liked about the class, what we didn't. Um, I wrote a little self-reflective paper on it later, or actually earlier that morning. Um, yeah, and then this afternoon I haven't been doing a whole lot. I was going to go out for a ski, but um, decided to do this podcast. And then... Um, I'm honored. Yeah. Mostly because I'm just wicked tired from this weekend. And, uh, and yeah, so I'll probably ski tomorrow. I should do skiing sometime. I'm super tired, too. I've had rehearsal pretty much every night. Um, and it's just... Like, I don't know if it's that or the fact that I'm sick or a combination of everything. Yeah. I just have no energy. When you're sick, you just don't, don't got the same energy. I've been trying to take, like, Dayquil or uh, a fun cold drug that I, I will not say the name <laughs> don't, of. Don't, don't say that. Uh, don't call it a fun cold drug. I've been taking medicine. How about that? Uh, have, have, is it prescribed by your doctor? That's over the counter. Oh, do we have to read out like the the, the the fast side effects for for it? It's. I mean, I could go grab it. It's in my closet. No, it's okay. And I've been drinking lots of tea, so I'm hoping that a combination of those things will at least sort of propel me through the next couple of days. Yeah, probably. That'll do it. Yeah, I feel like I feel like colleges are just like. Just petri dishes of bacteria. Well, you got a bunch of people living in close quarters, not sleeping enough, not getting the rest that they need. It makes sense that sickness would run rampant. Yeah. We should just, like, I don't know. How about everybody gets sick, like, like, like you force everybody to get sick in the first semester, or like in the first week of the semester. And then later on, everybody's immune system is just great. We've all shared all the germs, and we're all good. And then, like, there you go. Or you could just, like, get vaccinated. You could, yeah. I feel like that's a good idea. But some of these you just can't get vaccinated for. I mean, I mean, obviously, like, yeah, go, you know, get get the good ones that are probably mandatory wherever you're going to school. And then, um, yeah, but, like, I don't know. A flu shot's only effective, like, 40% of the time. And, I don't know, you, you can't get, like, a vaccine for uh, everything nowadays, right? I mean... Someday, hopefully. Yeah, I, I guess. What's going to happen when they defeat all disease, huh? Who knows? Did you hear that they're worried that, like, old diseases might be coming back? Yeah, like, there's one... Because um, they're, like, stuff that could be frozen in, in, like, the ice caps and stuff. Yeah, I was because just about to say now, that there's some bodies up in, uh, up in Svalbard, Norway, I think, that are, like, flu plague victims from the the early part of the 19th century, and they're like, man, if these bodies ever get out, they're gonna kill a lot of people, because it's like a strain Yeah, because none of us would, would have been immune to it, because we've never been exposed to it. Yeah. 
I can talk about this show because it's not on anymore. I'm sure the copyright hasn't passed on it, but we're sponsored by him anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Have you seen the show Futurama, where Fry has I, the common cold? I've seen episodes. And, uh, and he, it's like a deadly thing to, to new people, because it's... Which, I guess, yeah, that makes sense. A thousand years in the future. That's not Like, just that, the idea of that is nuts, but it's, you know, it's, it's true, it's... Yeah, it's really not too far off. Yeah, we're all gonna die, for sure. I mean, as long as you make peace with that, I guess that's good. I mean, we are all gonna die. This is true. Listeners, if you didn't know that, now you know. Yeah, spoiler alert, um, the human race, everybody dies. Yeah. I mean, eventually... It's, you know, just bound to happen. Right. Hopefully not super soon. Although, who knows? Who uh, who knows, yeah. The doomsday clock is now only two minutes from midnight. Right, isn't that crazy? They moved that well, forward. And they moved it 30 seconds forward last year, too. When, uh, when did they move it like, back? Like, when we, like, I don't know, feed per, everybody? It, we're never going to feed everybody. Well, yeah, because we got seven, you know, almost eight billion of us now. But anyways. I think right now it's because of the nuclear proliferation. Ah, uh, I see, I see. That's because, like, tensions are high between certain nations that have nukes. And so that's the worry. Ah. Uh, that's, that it's, is it's, true. It's um, Yeah. But I try not to think about it. I feel like I've got so much else to worry about. Yeah, I really don't think it's worth worrying about anything like that or the end of the world. You know, it's just I got too many other I you know, I got to worry about like where the other sock that matches that one is. Like w- w- Right, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's probably under my bed. Isaac. Probably under what the bed. Should check there then. Yeah. We have hit the 40 minute mark in this episode. We have. Isn't that impressive? We should probably quit while we're ahead. Like the whole podcast or this episode? No, just this episode. I mean, the podcast, too. I feel like we're solidly good on uh, on not having put a single episode out. So, you know, we're... we're on, on the four episodes we have now, we just... That's it? That's that's Ketchup Cast? I mean, uh, yeah. It seems like they're only getting better from this point. So, might as well... I mean, same with the human race, too, right? Like, we're, we're at the top of the food chain right now. Why don't we just, like... We got it. We're good. We came here... We conquered. Now we're just gonna go home and become trilobites again in the in the squandering ocean filth of our own pollution. I would so be down for that. I'm not even kidding. That sounds a lot better sometimes than like the human life of having responsibilities and whatnot. Yeah, sometimes I think about living life as an animal. As like an animal I mean, other you... than a human. I mean. You live in a tree already. You're halfway there. <sighs> yeah, that, that's a little true. But uh, anyways, yeah, this one's at, at, you know, over 40 minutes. So, uh, I, you know, I think, yeah, we should quit while we're ahead. Maybe we'll do another one today. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe it'll be we'll have to see. 40 years until we do the next one. I really hope it's not. Yeah, we'll probably be we'll, dead. We'll be like 60 at that point. Or or dead. I mean, the human race will probably be over. Within 40 years? That's your that's your projection? I think so. Welcome to Optimism Cast, everyone. 
Welcome to fatalism, where we just believe everything's <laughs> going to end real soon. Well, if we're going to wrap up this episode, there's one more thing I want to do. I, I added this to the end of the last episode, and I didn't tell you about it. Oh, uh, what? Uh, so Are we reading Social Security numbers? No. Oh, okay. No, this is not Social Security cast. Uh, I've started recommending a film at the end of every episode, starting with the last episode. Uh, okay. When so, did this turn into so a film recognition cast? It's just a little, just a little thing I added. It's it's a little short. Uh okay. But I want to recommend the film Loving Vincent for this week. All right. Uh, have you heard of it? I have not. It's a uh, it's an animated film. It's actually nominated for best animated picture, but Coco is going to win that. Uh, but it's it's about Vincent Van Gogh, and it's entirely oil painted. Each frame is a different oil painting. Wow. And it's amazing. I saw it in October. I think I saw it. But I highly recommend it. It's beautiful. It's amazing. Uh, so I guess that's the episode. <coughs> yeah, I guess so. That'll, that'll do it. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. We will see you next week. Yeah, you better listen or else we won't make another episode. That's right. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye.